Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Rick Dayton Show on KDKA. Delighted to have you with us on this spectacular Wednesday afternoon. And joining us on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline is Alex Sunderman. He is a Ph.D. student right now working on his doctorate in epidemiology already has a master's degree in microbiology or an undergrad, excuse me, from University of Rochester, plus a master's degree. Alex, it is great to have you on KDK. How are you, sir? Good. Thanks for having me on, Rick. I am glad to be able to talk about this subject because a paper that has just been published in the Clinical Infectious Disease Journal is talking about using artificial intelligence and genomic surveillance to basically look into potential disease outbreaks within healthcare labs, infectious diseases within healthcare facilities as well. So let's just break this down. And it's work that's being done at Pitt within the School of Public Health and also within Carnegie Mellon University. They've gotten together on this particular uh, project. So Alex, help us first of all understand where does artificial intelligence come in? And, and secondly, genomic surveillance. Maybe we should start with that first. Genomic surveillance, what is that? Right. So to, to start off a bit, so it's important to understand what uh, healthcare associated infections are. So they're essentially infections that are acquired while you're in the hospital. And unfortunately, uh, they're very common. About one in 30 patients uh, at least has at least one healthcare associated infection. And when we look at the infections in the hospital, there's the typical tests that laboratories can do to see what type of organism it is. But often that test doesn't tell you, is it the same one, meaning did you get it transmitted from another patient or somewhere in the environment? And what genomic surveillance or whole genome sequencing allows us to do is essentially like fingerprinting for that test. It shows us exactly who has the same organism and who is transmitting to who while they're in a hospital. So when you say organism, how do you know that they have that. I think that's what most people at home are saying right now. How do you know that? Yeah, so whenever uh, the clinician in the hospital, the physician, suspects that someone might be sick while they're in the hospital, they'll often order different types of tests to look to see if this, this person, this patient has an infection. So that's what, that, that's what the, the labs and all the hospitals do initially. And then our lab uh, does the additional test called genomic sequencing that, that tells us that additional information. Got it. So then if a particular pathogen is out there and you see it in a couple of different places, is that where the artificial intelligence comes in? Right, yeah. So whenever we think about how we find outbreaks in hospital, the hospitals, the way that that's been done actually hasn't changed in a long time. 
typically we rely off of clinicians uh, to tell us, you know, we, we think that these patients have the same infection. There might be some type of outbreak going on, and we would intervene and try to investigate, perform an investigation, and see what's common among these patients. What this artificial intelligence uh, algorithm helps us do is, is really expedite that process in that investigation. Because in a patient's electronic health record exists, you know, the types of medications you're given, the procedures that happen, and what clinicians you see. And what this algorithm helps us do is shows us, you know, these patients are part of an outbreak. What is common among all of these patients? And based off of that, we're able to better intervene. Alex Sunderman joining us here on the Rick Dayton Show today, talking about artificial intelligence, genomic surveillance, looking into healthcare infectious disease outbreaks and how they can be prevented or, if not prevented, caught more rapidly. His boss is Dr. Lee Harrison, an MD and professor of infectious disease at the School of Medicine and works in epidemiology and public health as well. He says the current method used by hospitals to find and stop infectious disease transmissions among patients is antiquated. These practices haven't changed significantly in over a century, and this process detects important outbreaks that would otherwise fly under the radar of traditional infection prevention monitoring. It seems, doctor, that we hear all the time, maybe I'm presumptive because the, the, the PhD is coming in the spring. So uh, sorry sorry about that, Alex. I just went ahead and I gave you the PhD, even though Pitt hasn't just yet. Um, Alex, as, as we go through this, I mean, the difference in, in, in somebody having an early diagnosis of cancer is enormous. If you know full well that you've tested positive for COVID, there may be other ways that they can treat it. The same has to be true within a hospital setting, correct? That's correct. So oftentimes in hospitals, uh, some of these outbreaks can be multiple patients. But what we show using our tool is that if we detect it early and we're able to detect outbreaks early, and also detect outbreaks that would otherwise just go undetected, that we can intervene and prevent many of these other infections from happening. Right. And that means uh, healthier and safer patients and also costs saved for the hospital as well, because there's fewer treatments actually occurring for those infections that don't happen. And it also seems to me that you're not counting on just somebody you know, putting two and two together and coming up with four. It's got to be a very labor-intensive process that you've got a ton of people who are overworked to begin with having to notice those kind of things. A computer can do that much more effectively and work 24-7 and probably faster. Yeah, I mean, that's correct. So a lot of our healthcare workers and our infection preventionists who work in the hospitals have been extremely busy the past couple of years with COVID. Right. So by enabling using this tool, it really helps expedite that process. And we always like to say it never negates that uh, that need for an actual person to do the investigation, but it certainly helps them uh, find and investigate those outbreaks. Perhaps points them in the right direction, right, in terms of saying, okay, there's something going on with this patient and that doctor and this patient, perhaps. There may be something there. doesn't mean there is, but there may be, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So whenever they suspect that there could be an outbreak from our tool, they'll always perform that investigation, do those interviews, and see you know, we have to confirm that what this algorithm is telling us is actually true. Well, this is really fascinating, fascinating stuff. And this is work that's been going on for several years now here in Pittsburgh. Alex, thanks so much for this. Congratulations on the publication. I know that that's uh, that is a, a big step, not only for you, but also for the folks over at CMU. So congratulations on that. Thank you so much, Rick. Yeah, it was a big collaborative effort. So 
we're glad to have it published and hopefully uh, share it with uh, the, the U.S. here and increase some patient safety. I'm sure there will be many people very interested in it. Alex Sunderman joining us right here. Again, he is a uh, doctoral student right now at the University of Pittsburgh working on his Ph.D. in epidemiology. Great stuff. And he'll, again, finish up this spring. Good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 